Dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. Halloween month week three brings us the third sequel to John Carpenter's original Halloween. Mm -hmm. The fourth movie to include Michael Myers (laughs) and uh, Dr. Loomis as well. Uh, Which, of course, means that the movie that we're talking about this week is the 1989 American slasher film Halloween 5 colon the revenge of michael myers Mm -hmm. uh and not only is it you know the fifth movie in a franchise you know even discounting the fact that the third one doesn't have anything to do with the rest of them yeah like once you get to five movies it is hard to not be bad Mm -hmm. you know like i i i give some leeway to certain later franchise like horror movie installments because it's like I mean, what else are you gonna do? Yeah, you know, like there's, there's ground, uh, there's there's no more <laughs> ground to cover or anything, uh, which makes Halloween Five just especially bad. <laughs> is that when you give it a little bit of leeway in certain things, it's like, oh, so the whole thing can be garbage then, right? And it's like, oh, no, 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 no. I meant like I don't care if <laughs> if you know Doctor Loomis is still getting you know fucking uh brick walled by every person in authority despite yeah. how right he has been every single time uh or i don't care if you know michael's mask looks like garbage because you just you just had to change it for some dumb fucking reason yeah uh i, I could accept the fact that there's just this whole group of teenagers that mean nothing to anything mm-hmm. not even the stuff that the movie itself is trying to talk about yeah they're completely unrelated and and we're supposed to follow and give a shit about them like i could accept some of those yeah but not all of them together <laughs> you know what i mean like or the fucking the soft core porn guitar licks mm-hmm. all throughout the movie for no reason yeah the constant terrible adr Awful. in like every scene there'd be at least one character whose voice has clearly been completely dubbed in mm-hmm. and it's done poorly very poorly awful <laughs> there's that one comp who like looks like mm-hmm. a caveman cop mm-hmm. where you expect that once his mouth opens that it'd be like, Duh, what are we going to be doing here, chief? Uh, this is the kind of guy. I am. And then his fucking voice kicks in and it's like, uh, chief, what should we be doing? It's like a terrible old <laughs> like dub of a Japanese movie or something like it's. <laughs> oh, it's so stupid and terrible. There's the dumb comic relief cops, mm-hmm. including With their the... own horrible clown sound oh, effects. Oh, my God. That and is the like most embarrassing music <laughs> when they get introduced. At yeah. the beginning. Yeah, oh. that is that is literally despite all the shit that even comes after this like Halloween Resurrection, which is just <laughs> garbage, you know. Even all that stuff, that I feel is the most embarrassing moment in the Halloween franchise. Is the like as the cops walk up like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Whatever your goddamn name is, Dominique Othenin Girard, the fucking director of this movie, god damn it, you fucked this up. Yeah. This was a terrible movie. Yeah. And a lot of it is on the direction <laughs> and the choices made and the mm. just, oh my mm-hmm. goodness gracious, what a bad movie. Very bad. And it starts in such a way that like, it's like, it's something that I kind of like. It's one of the reasons that I, I, I dug those Saw movies so much when like one movie would kick off immediately where the last one left off or something Mm -hmm. like that. Like, I love that kind of junk. I'm totally on board for that kind of stuff. Yeah. 
so the fact that this movie is like, okay, here's the last couple of minutes of <laughs> Halloween <laughs> 4 real quick, so just in case you forgot. Yeah. Uh, and then it shows us, like, what happens to Michael. Mm-hmm. It's just unfortunate that all of it is stupid. Yep. And none of it matters, and you're following the wrong people. Mm-hmm. Like, when it cuts to a year later... And I was like, oh, so we're starting immediately after Halloween 4 ends, yet we see none of the aftermath of what happens to Jamie and her stepmom and uh-huh. Rachel and Loomis and that house and all that kind of shit. Uh-huh. That is all completely glossed over. Yeah. And instead we get dumbass Michael Myers falling into a river and just kind of letting it take him yeah. until he gets to some random shack man mm-hmm. in 1988 who is living in a shack on the river. In the middle of Illinois, like what? <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. But like, shows up to his house and somehow just doesn't have the strength to kill him, mm-hmm. and falls into some kind of coma. And apparently, the Shack Man is like, "Oh, you know what? We don't go to hospitals around here. Yeah, we just leave our our <laughs> comatose people in our houses mm-hmm. for a year." A year. Until he eventually just you know psychically wakes up and and murders me. Yeah. Uh, which like, hey. You took him in. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it really is on Shaq, man. Like, he showed up looking like Michael Myers. It's not even like he lost his mask, so mm-hmm. it's like, oh, he's just some man. Oh, lost mm. in the... Ri-. Like, he's got the mask. He tried to kill you. He mm-hmm. put his hands on you like he's going to murder you before he passed out. Yeah. So, like, this dude is clearly no good, and the Shaq guy's like, nah, he's fine. I'll just, you know, make yeah. him feel better or whatever <laughs> stupidest shit like stupidest stuff to follow and none of it like explains anything yeah i've heard that there's like a lost cut of this movie that has more of like this shack man has some ritual that is keeping him alive blah 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 to at least like give a passing chance at like explaining okay. it like yeah eh, it was some like voodoo shit i don't know but in this one, it's just like, so he's almost murdered at the end of four, despite mm-hmm. it looking like he gets pretty murdered. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he still even has enough strength to, like, crawl away from an explosion mm-hmm. and swim in a river <laughs> and pull I himself mean, out of the river. Yeah, That's really did, the more impressive part. That, that is. Getting in the river yeah, and just, falling like, into a river is pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. He, getting himself like turned around and like upright so he was kind of riding it like a slide yeah like that. and then stopping himself <laughs> that's much more impressive and it's like honestly truthfully i don't need any of this if they had ended that sequence on myers just like riding that river off into nowhere and mm-hmm. then we don't see him again until he pops up back in haddonfield because of course he does perfect 100 percent better yeah. It's just like so pointless that this dude is here and it shows off how like poorly made the movie is mm-hmm. when he wakes up to kill that Shaq guy. I rewound about five or six times to mm. figure out what Michael does to that guy. It is the most bafflingly <laughs> confusing series of shots in the world because it's cutting between Michael and the Shaq man and Jamie in the hospital. Where or the clinic where yeah. she's been for the last year because now she's mute mm-hmm. uh, because she's so traumatized from what happened to her. A hundred percent. I'm yeah, yeah, totally. Is that like officially what it is? Did they say I didn't catch if they specifically said why she's not talking? I mean, that's the assumption. You know what I mean? Like they, I mean, there, there's there's a couple of scenes where they talk about like oh we we think she doesn't remember or this or that or whatever, but it's like what what else? Could mm-hmm. it be, you know what I mean? Like it, what I feel like is that it's all a big mishmash, you know, of stuff getting like put together in an attempt to kind of like 
keep this stupid background storyline going because okay. there's a whole thing in this movie mm-hmm. that gets way more introduced. Yeah. The little thorn symbol on it on Michael's hand that has never been there before. Yep. Uh, <laughs> the mysterious man in black who shows up throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Like that is one of the worst things as well about this one. One of the reasons why I really, really dislike it. It's all of this stupid background <laughs> shit that they're like, oh, it's eventually it's going to pay off. We're going to get to the end of this. And it's like none of this is going to pay off in a meaningful way. No. This is all just like kicking the can. Or it's like, what's a mystery we can throw out there without us, the people making this movie right now, have to answer? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like without making us answer the fucking question, which <laughs> questions can we pose? Which is like, who is the mysterious man in black? What is this thorn symbol? Why is Michael full of rage? Like all that kind of shit uh, that's setting up this like cult of thorn that they're going into or whatever. Uh, and it's like they sort of ignore the ending of the fourth one or they kind of hand wave it away where it's like, oh, she didn't kill her though. Mm-hmm. You know, like she stabbed her stepmom, but she's fine. She's okay. Yeah. And also, Jamie isn't like completely Michael Myers silent mm-hmm. and untalking and unfeeling or anything like that. But it's like, that's what it feels like they put that in there for was like, she's going mute. You know, like how Myers never said anything. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but he never wanted to. Yeah. You know, like she's mute because she apparently is just all out of screams. Yeah. That's what it seemed like at the beginning when she's like trying to scream and can't. It was just like, oh, God, that seems horrifying. Like, at first, I thought it was supposed to imply that she screams all the time and her voice is gone. Yeah. And then it was like, no, it's that she won't talk or can't talk, tries to talk, but doesn't talk. And then sometimes does. And then sometimes can just start talking. And then, (laughs) yeah, like, it's sort of a very nondescript, like, illness that she has. I don't even know. And Dr. Loomis seems to act like he knows what it is, but he never lets us in on it. Yeah. He's like, oh, I, you, you know, we know, mm-hmm. we know. And then he leaves the scene and you're like, we know what? I don't I know, don't, Dick. Yeah, tell me, please. <laughs> yeah, please. I don't know. Fill us in real quick. <laughs> yeah. You know, when he has that monologue to the woods <laughs> later in the movie and he's just like telling Michael about like, you think that if you kill this little girl, your rage will go away. Oh, and it's like, is that? Yeah. Like, how do you know this? What are you, what are you in on that you have not let anybody else in on yeah. the whole movie? And it seems like he's just he never lets anybody know because he's got all this batshit crazy plan at the end of the movie. Uh, yeah. That seems to only be like the only way that any of that could have been planned ahead of time is if he knew exactly what Michael was going to do. Yeah. You know, like it's like a a cat and mouse game. That's so not fun to watch because (laughs) none of it really makes any sense. Like while you're watching it or even when you're looking back on it, Mm -hmm. like I can totally forgive movies when things are happening and I'm like, Ooh, I'm, I'm kind of not following it, but that might be on purpose. And the revelation might come later. Mm-hmm. So I'm on board. And then you watch it, you know, you get the fucking context later and you're like, oh, that was actually pretty cool. Okay, I get it now. Yeah, yeah. This is not that movie. <laughs> no. This one is like, what is going on here? What is Michael's plan right now? Why is he going after anybody but Jamie? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand why. And now there's this man in black who's coming around. Like, there must be some bigger overarching plan here that is not simply Jamie. Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, it's like, nope, that's what the plan was, Jamie, the whole time. 
And it's like, well, then why does why is Tina in this movie? Yeah. Like, why do we give a shit about Tina and then her tertiary friends? She's already not even Jamie's sister. Yeah. Like, it's like, like yeah. I mean, Rachel isn't even her sister. Like, we're getting <laughs> so far removed yeah. of, like, family of these people. Mm-hmm. It's like, what the fuck is Michael doing wasting any of his time on these teenagers? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like going through the house and murdering the cops and, and, and Brady and all of that, trying to get to Jamie. Yeah. You'd get it, trying to get to Jamie. Yeah. But in this movie, Jamie's in the fucking hospital and Michael's like, I'll see you later. Mm-hmm. I got some random murdering to do. Unless, <laughs> unless he somehow doesn't know that's where she is. I and mean, so he's going after the people that he can find that she's connected to. Right. That I sort of understand. And it would be a lot clearer if this movie didn't do a lot of stupid shit involving, I mean, it does a little bit less than four in the like Michael hallucination moments. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't feel like there's a lot of Michael hallucinations in this, but that's sort of the problem is that you can't really tell. Yeah. Like, is it, was it? Cause there's a moment where Jamie's looking out the window and Michael's down there mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, was that Michael or was that her imagining that it's Michael? And if she can like, feel him yeah wouldn't she know if that's really him versus just her brain or is the brain making her think it it seems like she can like see what in her mind what he is seeing yeah at certain times yeah for some reason yeah it's never explained how it kicks in there's no like oh and then the thing happens and she you know starts seeing through his eyes it's Mm -hmm. literally just like when the plot demands it yeah. She starts seeing through it's, his eyes so that yeah. they can save Tina at the gas station or they can do this, they can do that. But like either like it seems like he knows where she is. And the fact that he's like, I'm going to go waste my time on the friends of the girl who is Jamie's adopted sister. Mm-hmm. Like they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She comes to the hospital and she says hi to Jamie and they're clearly like buddies and whatever. Yeah. Michael doesn't care. No. Michael doesn't give a shit. He's not like, oh, I'll get to Jamie this way. Like, I thought that might be it. I thought it was going to lead to a like he attacks Tina but, like, specifically doesn't kill her mm-hmm. <clears throat> in order to, like, trigger Jamie's reaction because it's like that's what it that's what it kind of seemed like was like yeah. if someone Jamie knows is near Michael, she knows. Mm-hmm. It's like, but why? You know, like, yeah. uh, okay, uh, <laughs> whatever. Uh, but so either way, that seemed to be what like the plan was like. And then that will lead Jamie to him, which it like kind of does later, but on accident. It doesn't seem like that's what he's trying to do. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? Like, it seems wild that he takes a ride all the way out to the farmhouse mm-hmm. to lure Jamie to that farmhouse instead of just going to Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not like it's someone who can fight back at him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if he goes in and finds her in a room, it's not like, oh, she might have a bomb triggered here for me or she might have a bunch of guys with guns in here. And I find it so funny that later he, like, murders everybody at that clinic, or at least the adults. He apparently leaves the kids alone. But he murders all the adults and doctors at that clinic. Except for maybe Billy. Yeah, I feel like they maybe don't show him again after she goes like, Billy, no! So it's like, maybe he's dead, but they don't go into it. They only show that doctor with his, like, head turned around or whatever on the stretcher. Uh, But he goes there to murder all those people 
to distract people so that he can get to Jamie. And it's like, it seems like you have a pretty good way of just bursting in and murdering everyone and getting Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> like, the fact that the ending is not at all explained in the slightest. Yeah. Like, her in the Myers house, going up to that attic, finding the room that Michael has set up for her and mm-hmm. whatnot, where it's like, what is this for? Like, what is the purpose of this? Like, he didn't have this planned out last year. He was just going to go murder her. Yeah. So then this year, he's like, ooh, better idea. I'm going to hit up the graveyard, dig up a nine-year-old kid Mm -hmm. just to steal their tiny coffin Mm -hmm. so that Jamie fits in it better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then somehow lug that coffin Around Haddonfield, yeah. sneak it into his old house, mm-hmm. which is also clearly not the, the Myers house. Oh, no. That really bugs me, is mm. how much they changed it. Where it's like, it's this gigantic, like gargantuan, gothic house yeah. in this movie. And it was like, it was like a, it was barely anything in that yeah. arena. It was just this little house. Like it had a second story, but not much. Like yeah, it was, it was, it was like, a very yeah. simple suburban house. Yeah, it was like a simple, like three bedroom. Yeah. Maybe like one and a half bath. <laughs> yeah, like, really. It's got a laundry chute. It's got all this fucking craziness. Mm-hmm. And it makes for like a decent set piece late in the movie. Yeah. But like overall, it's like, man, it just it just feels wrong like everything in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like the mask looks wrong. It looks horrible. It, I don't yeah. understand why they decided to untuck the neck. Yeah. It is a baffling choice. Or it's mm-hmm. like. That is part of what makes it so spooky is that, like, the neck goes down into, like, the jumpsuit Mm -hmm. like a human's neck would. Like, that's just his face. Like, he's not wearing a mask. That's just the him. You know, Mm -hmm. like, that's sort of the (laughs) effect that it's giving. Yeah. But then in this one, it's like, oh, no, that's there's some jackass wearing a dumb mask Mm -hmm. poorly. He's wearing it wrong because he's an idiot. Like, and it doesn't look nearly as scary. He's got these goofy lips that just do not play. (laughs) It just looks like he's like pouty or something. It's oh, it's it's <laughs> a really bad mask. Duck face, Michael. Yeah, uh, and I'm also not a huge fan of this Michael either. <laughs> this guy, it's all another mm. new one. Of course, like they keep changing Michaels, and this guy, uh, he's big in a like real way. He does not look like hockey pads, Michael from the last one. He at least mm-hmm. looks like that's just his body. Yeah. Uh, there's just a little too much like flailing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when he's bursting through doors, he's like, yeah. like he's like his arms are always going and it's like, no, that's no. really not him. Less, less Donkey Kong. Yeah, way less Donkey <laughs> Kong, man. Like, <laughs> totally. Uh, and also uh, there's that moment towards the end where God, I don't know. I don't know who to blame if it's if it's the stuntman or if it's the director or whoever. But that moment when Loomis is monologuing in the Myers house and Michael's standing in the background and he's just standing there with the knife like up in the air for mm-hmm. no reason. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like it's, just- every single time Michael has ever stood anywhere, his arms are at his side. And in this yeah. case, it really feels it's like Ricky Bobby Myers. Like, I don't know what to do with my hands. I just sort of uh, the knives up here now. Like, why? What are you doing? Oh, and then there's another brief thing that uh has vexed fans in the past as well that I also think is very dumb. But at the very end when he's in the jail cell and he's like in chains and shit mm-hmm. and he's like playing with his chains. Like, dingle, dingle, ding, ding, ding. like what is he? What? what? He sat motionless in a sanitarium for like 15 years. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like his whole MO is that he's just like, no, nothing. Nothing's coming in. I'm not getting any of your information. I don't give a shit about what you're doing. You know, like it's just, I have one focus and purpose. And that purpose is not to like dingle, 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 play with the chains that I'm like wearing. Like, what the fuck is this? Who is this, Michael? This is a terrible Michael. Yeah, this isn't the right guy. You you caught yeah, the wrong Yeah, you made person. it wrong again. It feels, again, it feels a little Friday the 13th, where mm-hmm. Jason eventually gets, like, angry. You know, once, once Kane Hodder starts playing him, and he's just this, like, hulking brute who's constantly, like, he just looks mad all the time. <laughs> You know, and it's yeah. like, that's, I mean, I guess that's kind of scary, but at the same time, like, oh, just repeat, repeat the same things, like making Michael do that as well, where he's just like, oh, and now he's kind of mean and he's, uh, you know, he's getting people's goats in this one. Like, yeah. he's really like the, the, the scene where he kills Mike, Tina's boyfriend, mm-hmm. where he like, apparently he was standing there watching these teens mm-hmm. while they're doing their dumb teen shit. Yeah. Because they are the worst. Awful. Tina... Why I wind up liking her, yeah. Eventually, and there's little bits to her that I that I think she's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like overall, you're just kind of like, who the fuck is this, and why do I fucking care, and why did you kill Rachel? Yeah, immediately. Also, I I questioned multiple times in my notes throughout the movie, like, where's Rachel's body? Oh yeah, yeah, where's, yeah right. Where's her body? It just goes away, and nobody cares, and what nobody's, the hell? nobody's paying no attention. No one knows. There's apparently no blood where she was killed in the room because yeah. Tina went in there and like walked right over there yeah and like rolled around on the bed like a weirdo in a house Mm -hmm. that isn't hers that was when i started i was like what the fuck is up with this girl like what (laughs) is she doing i mean i get it Uh, to a certain extent yeah but there's 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 just a weird vibe of like i wish i were these people (laughs) like that's kind (laughs) of strange um so like her becoming our lead character it, again, eventually you like her, mm-hmm. but the fact that the movie starts off with Rachel, like, oh, hey, what's up, Rachel, mm-hmm. from the previous movie? How you doing? Mm-hmm. We're back. Let's do this. What's going on? And then very shortly in, she's done. Yeah. And the movie just expects you to be like, and then here's Tina. And you're like, what the fuck, movie? But we, <laughs> But we had Rachel. Yeah. Like, truthfully, I think in the end that Tina is probably a better character than Rachel, just in terms of being a character. Mm-hmm. Like, Rachel's just kind of boring. She's just there. She just she's, does her thing. Like, she gets slighted yeah. by Brady, and she's mad about it. And then she, like, kind of fights for Jamie and whatever. Yeah. But Tina, like, kind of goes goes for yeah. it when, when she's going to save Jamie, which is pretty tight. So, like, yeah, she's cool. But the way the movie thrusts her upon us and is like, she matters to you, so does her friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, they don't. Mm-mm. And then the movie's like, so since we've already established that you care about them, now here's Michael, <laughs> and now he cares about them. And I'm like, why? And the yeah. movie's like, so now that we've established that he cares about them, and I'm like, movie, you have not established <laughs> anything. Like, it feels like the movie is constantly throwing things out there that is like, you like this, right? It's like, oh, absolutely not. The movie's like, great, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, terrible choices every single time. But like, he watches the the teenagers fucking around and the one kid like, uh, what's his, spits the other boy, the horrible boy. Mm -hmm. He is, he is. They're all just awful. Right, they are, it's true. But spits deserve to be shot by the cop. Oh yes, absolutely. That's that's another huge thing that we'll get into because it's something that I definitely. It's like they took from four and they amped it up in this one, and I hate it. Uh, but so you know, Spitz touches Mike's car, and the of course his name being Mike, just a setup for a whole other silly gag later in the movie. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But like 
he touches Mike's car like right after he just waxed it. And Mike like freaks out on him. Like, what the fuck? Don't touch my fucking car, man. Because mm -hmm. we're not actually friends, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just using like, you for booze. Yeah, like it seems like our girlfriends are friends and therefore we have to talk to each other. <laughs> like mm -hmm. that's what it feels like. Um, <clears throat> so like Michael sees that and he's like, oh, I get it. So then mm -hmm. when he goes to kill Mike, he like specifically scratches Mike's car just to make him angry to get him to come out and run at him yeah. so that Michael can then kill him. And it's like, dude, this guy, Mike, was so vain, staring at himself in his rearview mirror that he didn't even see you walk up. Mm -hmm. Like, you could have so simply just, like, walked and oh, yeah. locked him in the back of the head with that fucking thing and killed him without him ever even knowing you were there, which is so much more Michael style. Mm -hmm. Thinking Annie in the car in the first one, where it's just like, what the fuck's with all this fog on the... And he gets her and she's done for. Yeah. Or Bob, where he's just like... Goes to the pantry and Michael's like, and I got you and you're dead, you know? <laughs> he's all about just like, get you. Yeah. And then in this one, he's like, does this piss you off? Huh? This is getting your goat as he scrapes it off just to get him to come out, mm -hmm. just to kill him there. Like, none of that is necessary. No. Why would you do that? If it had been a clue later, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, if, yeah. like if, if Tina had seen that on the back of the car and been like, Mike wouldn't be chill. If yeah. this had happened to his car, oh, fuck, you know, oh, man, but no, never again. It's just Michael being a dick mm -hmm. for no reason. <laughs> uh, the other thing that that this movie sort of borrows from four, like, and two, now that I think about, actually, okay, it's kind of a running thing in all the movies. This one just takes it to its, like, stupid extreme. Yes. You know, because there is that moment in the original where Linda thinks that Michael is Bob. Just because yes. he's wearing the sheet over himself and the glasses and whatever. Mm -hmm. However, it, that at least just goes straight into like her being like, hey, what's up? You like what you see? Blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, eh, whatever. I got to make a call. And then she goes to make the call and gets killed immediately. Mm -hmm. uh, in the second one, that one nurse gets all like kissy on him, on his hand and everything mm -hmm. when she thinks mm -hmm. that it's the other dude and whatnot. And it's like, mm -hmm. God, people mistaking Michael for their boyfriends. Like, what is wrong with the women in Haddonfield? Yeah. That they are, like, consistently fooled. Yeah. Like, not just for a moment of, like, oh, is that? Oh, no, it's not. Like, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> Minutes. Possibly an hour goes by. <laughs> like, who knows how long? But just, like, long, long stretches of time mm -hmm. where they are fooled into thinking that Michael could be their boyfriend. Like, how horrible are all of their relationships yeah. You know, that that their boyfriend's uh, normal behavior could be replaced by Michael Myers and they don't notice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrifying. Like, she specifically calls out the silent treatment mm -hmm. as a thing that Mike does to her. Yeah. And it's like, God damn it, 80s guys. What the fuck? Like, that this is apparently so normal that it's just like oh yeah if you just sit there and you don't talk they're not going to think it's strange at all they're just going to be think like you're he's mad. doing this again <laughs> mm -hmm. like, fuck god god damn you're the worst but yeah this movie does a shitload of people dressing like Myers or looking like Myers or Myers looking like something else mm -hmm. you know to like trick the audience and the people in the movie and all that kind of shit and it gets so tiring yeah so much like the one that i sort of liked was the the one with jamie at the clinic when she sees somebody coming in so she runs into the basement and then mm. we see that their legs coming down the stairs and yeah. their feet walking and following her as she's running 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 
And then we see that it's an actual janitor yeah. wearing that same like greenish jumpsuit. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Like that I thought was a little bit clever mm-hmm. and definitely something where I was like, is this just going to be a hallucination? Because he's like right here all up on her, like about to get her. Yeah. And so I was at least a little bit like, oh, at least it wasn't that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> at least it was like something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's Michael killing Mike and then dressing up in the Halloween mask that Tina gets him. Yeah. So that she thinks that it's Mike while they're driving around. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is later when that dipshit Spitz puts on the Michael Myers outfit and Tina, the idiot, yeah. takes part in the plan to try to fool the cops into thinking that Michael's there. But actually, it's a joke. And I was mm-hmm. like, they are begging to die. Mm-hmm. 1988? Those assholes? Like, they're assholes, but it's been 10 years, and okay, you probably don't expect that the cops driving around are like, it's Michael Myers! Yeah. Kill him, because to them, he's gone, and whatever, you know, he he doesn't matter anymore. But in this case, the year after yet another Haddonfield massacre, and these kids are emboldened enough Mm -hmm. to play a fake Michael Myers trick in front of the police, Mm -hmm. like... This is the police force that was completely decimated a year ago. Yeah. Like, you think they're going to play any fucking games? You're lucky, and they mention it, but you're lucky that they're terrible cops. Yeah. You know? Like, I liked that line, and then they immediately ruin it by having the other cop, like, elbow him, and there's, like, a fucking, like, some dumbass sound effect. Like, the line was actually good. Like, a slightly self-aware, like. (laughs) Yeah. I wrote it down. Fortunately, we're lousy cops. Yeah. Good enough line. Did not need the, like, duck fart sound effect mm-hmm. punchline bit. Like, God damn it. So terrible. So really terrible. Yeah. Um, speaking of other terrible choices, uh, there's a lot about this score that is awful. There's a tiny bit Everything. that's nice. There's a tiny <laughs> bit that's nice. During the, like, sequence when Jamie is getting dragged into the, like, emergency room because she's, like, seizing up and can't mm. breathe and all that stuff. And it's cutting between her and Michael and all this shit. It's like really drum heavy, mm-hmm. which I thought was unique. Like all the rest of them really haven't been. So this one having this really like doom, 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 like pounding kind of rhythm to it. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, that's a little that's a little different. That's a little like a little more intense, maybe. Like, okay, I, I can get behind that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's that horrible chase sequence where there's that like deconstructed Halloween theme playing. Yeah. Where it really just sounds like you're listening to someone who swore they knew how to play the Halloween theme <laughs> and you're listening to them figure it out in real time. Yeah. Like, dude, this this is awful. It's like ding 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 ding. Ding 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 ding. Ding 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 ding. Ding 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 ding. Like what is get a rhythm going. Like it's it's not even like it has a cool like percussive element mm-hmm. to it where it's like oh the way that the, the notes cut out gives it this tempo it's like no there's nothing it's like it's just nonsense yeah it's the worst piece of score i think we've heard in any of these movies mm-hmm. it's really really terrible and it's like one of those like we're just gonna throw a bunch of wild shit at the mm-hmm. walls and see what sticks and it's like that did no. not it did not it's, stick at all this yeah. is this is really terrible that is a terrible <laughs> way to approach a movie yeah um I had such a hard time with this mask. <laughs> I think it's really, so. really, really bad. I've always thought that it was the worst one. And when we started this month, I was like, will that ring true? Will I really feel that way? And mm. I I think it's quite possible <laughs> that 
that the next movie is not going to beat it. Like in terms of being horrible, <laughs> like this, oof, this is a bad mask. Yeah. I want to know if Spitz brought that, co- did he wear that costume to the party? Yeah. Was that his like, costume? Was that his costume? So he's like a real piece of shit. Who's like, ha ha, la, da, 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 like to all the people who probably knew someone who died that year. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, isn't this fun? Ha ha ha. Like, so he's either an asshole like that or he just brought it on the off chance that he would have the opportunity to pull some sort of prank on the police. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is equally dumb. Yeah. Uh, either way, he's an asshole. Yeah. And there's that whole fucking sequence in that barn. Which is like seemingly predicated. I mean, obviously, what it is like the reason that they have that stupid joke, like that Spitz dresses up like him to spook the cops to do whatever, is so that that whole sequence can work at all. Yeah. Because the whole like someone's following someone who's following someone else, what's going on here? is mm. only tricky if two of them are dressed alike. Because yeah. <laughs> otherwise you know who everyone is and you're just following it. Like, oh, okay, so that's Michael and she's following him and Spitz is behind him or mm-hmm. vice versa or whatever the fuck. So it's like, oh, yeah, we'll have him dress as Michael so that there's two Michaels hanging around so that we can get some cheap and easy scares out of it. You know, uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's really bad. There's it- a lot of cheap, terrible, I'm just pranking you, bro, jump mm-hmm. scares in this movie, which is another huge minus yeah which is like the the halloween 2 had that dumbass cat scare uh that definitely got a boo yeah uh this one had several that got some boos yeah most of them being that dipshit spits oh yeah in that costume being like blah, 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 and then boo. just being like <laughs> the giggling I wrote into my notes, I wrote the, I was like, the director demands more giggling. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I cannot imagine being that dude on the set, being that actor, you know, because it's like, I'm not even going to hold anything against him because he's a dude who was like, oh, I'm going to be in a Halloween movie tight. I'm going to get paid and I'm going to be in it and I get to like make out with this chick and like, you know, like there's a a ton of pluses for him. Mm Mm-hmm. But you can't imagine being on that set and like giving a performance where you're like giggling a lot, mm-hmm. like a lot, like in a way where like no matter how confident you are as a performer, you have to be like, nobody <laughs> anywhere giggles this much. And you like finish a take and the director's like, all right, I got to get a quick note for you. And you're like, OK, he's going to he's going to be like toned down on the giggles because there's way too many giggles. Mm-hmm. And the director's coming up and he's like, I'm going to need you to giggle so much more. Than you're currently doing. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Because it's like every moment yeah. that he is on screen, he is cackling like the Joker. Yeah. It is absurd. <laughs> and it that's his entire character. Yeah. Is like guy who pranks and goes <laughs> all the time. It is the worst. He might be the worst single like character that these movies have had so far. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) just in a case of, like, some other characters have at least had, like, a line that was funny or, Mm -hmm. you know, a bit that was memorable or a death that was cool. Yeah. And his, it was like he gets the pitchfork through him, which, again, it feels very Jason. Mm -hmm. You know, like, there's just something about the, like, farming equipment and stuff that makes me think more like Woods, Friday the 13th. Yeah. You know, nature, all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, it's Halloween feels so suburban. Yeah. And it's so weird that these last two movies go so hardcore farm. It, you know, it's it's just it kind of boggles the mind. But he gets the pitchfork through him and it's like, ah, eh, whatever. So the, he doesn't really have anything 
about mm-hmm. him that I give much of a shit about. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I guess the only thing is that he only puts up like a little bit of a fight about wearing a condom. Yeah. He's like, uh, I guess, and then he does it, and he yeah. doesn't put. A, he's not like, oh come on, baby. Yeah. But I love you. Yeah. Right. Like, but it doesn't feel right, baby. Like he's just like, ah, okay. Like, okay, wow, you're actually slightly semi-decent of yeah. most of these teenage guys we've seen in these fucking movies. Or 20-year-olds, or 30-year-olds, however fucking old these people are. I yeah. never know. Yeah. Like, since I, these kids aren't going to school or anything like that, it's just like, what are you, man? Yeah. That guy, Mike, looks like he's, like, probably, like, 25. <laughs> and it's like, are they that old? But Rachel is living at home and, you know, at the whims of her parents, and she's friends with Tina, who's going out with Mike, but maybe she's going out with an older guy. None of it is explored or explained. I, They're just like, it, you're all a bunch of youngins, and you get killed. Who gives a shit? They had to have been underage to be sneaking the beer out. I guess so. I just figured that they didn't want to pay for it. I mean, yeah, that too. That was what I thought the bit was, was that it was like, hey, this dipshit spits works at this place that has fucking beer. We're going to roll up and he's just going to give it to us so that we don't have to pay for it. Not so much that we couldn't pay for it. Yeah. But either way, it's not really explained. So it could be either one. (laughs) They're all so bad. Spits, though, definitely one of the worst. Mm -hmm. I did like that. What's her face? Was it Tammy or Sammy? I don't know. Guess it was Sammy. He's just looking in the credits. There's Samantha, but no like Tammy or anything. So okay, she at least puts up a little bit of a fight. Yeah, you know, against Michael, like she gets the pitchfork out of Spitz's body to mm-hmm. like at least try something. Yeah, and not just die screaming like everybody. <laughs> like she eventually does. Yeah. Uh, but at least she puts up some sort of a fight. Yeah. And then like the the moments after that are where a lot of my specific like what the fuck is michael doing really comes to a head Mm -hmm. and like where all of the confusion like all of this like he's stalking these teens that really have nothing to do with jamie we're pretty sure he knows where she is yeah like loomis is there but since when has loomis been a deterrent Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like what the fuck does michael give a shit loomis has put like 18 bullets into him personally and he's still going (laughs) like what the fuck does loomis matter It doesn't look like there's a lot of security at that fucking like halfway house or whatever. Like he could so easily just like go in knives blazing and just rip her to shreds. You know what I mean? Like there's no reason for him to be like, fuck, I can't get to her in that fortress. Mm -hmm. Like what the house? Yeah. That just happens to also be a clinic. Like it's clearly just like a house. Yeah. (laughs) It's It's built like a house. There's no like, and then here's the security desk and the doors you got to get through and the you know, mm-hmm. the elevators, and you got to check in at the desk over here. It's literally just like, come in the front door, kids are over there. What are you going to do? Like, it's so simple. He could easily go in there. So you're like, there must be a reason he's not. Yeah. And the only reason is just to give us more people to get killed because he goes after the teenagers mm-hmm. <laughs> at the farm. And it's like, and, and that just brings Jamie there because that kid Billy knows that the kids went to the farm. Yeah. So they escape and they go to the farm, and it's like, I don't understand what she thinks she's doing, like what she thinks she's accomplishing in this move. Jamie, I mean. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, so Tina is leaving to go to the farm. Right. Because nobody believes that Michael Myers is there again, of course. Of course. Uh, And Loomis has been screaming at Jamie Mm -hmm. most of this movie. (laughs) Yeah, he more often than not. Yeah, like in the first scene, in his like first two or three lines of dialogue I wrote down, I was like, it it feels like he is on the verge 
of completely exploding at her at any moment. And then, like, two <laughs> lines later, he does. <laughs> He's just like, tell me! Speak to me, Jamie! And it's like, oh, fuck, he was way closer than I thought. Like, he was right on the edge, and he just gets pushed over sort of immediately. And he's constantly screaming and yelling at her. Tina finally goes back into his face about it, about, like, how crazy he is and all the shit he's putting into Jamie's mm-hmm. head. And it's like, yes, obviously, in the end, Loomis is right. Michael is coming for her. Right. You know, they do have some sort of weird niece-uncle connection. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> Tina, yeah, there's no proof of that to her, so I get her standpoint on it. <clears throat> but she leaves to go to the farm, and Jamie immediately is like, oh, God, she's going to be in trouble. Like, there is a boogeyman out there, and he is going to be going for her at the farm. Mm-hmm. And so instead of telling Loomis... Like, he's been screaming at her to do this whole time. Yeah. She decides to go on her own to go stop Michael. Or not even to stop Michael, but to, like, warn Tina. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, I get you're a little kid, but, like, in that moment, if you're like, oh, I'm getting this feeling, and you know who believes me or will believe me when I speak to them about it? Dr. Loomis. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Loomis will immediately tell the cops. And by tell the cops, I mean call the cops who are at the farm. Yeah. And tell them to do something instead yeah. of just letting them sit in the fucking squad car all night playing card games mm-hmm. and not talking to them ever. Like the, the lack of communication between our main characters is infuriating. <laughs> and it just leads Jamie to running off to the farm to go try to save Tina and everyone else being like, where the fuck did Jamie go? Yeah. Why did she run away? Like it's it's sort of baffling. Yeah, because apparently for some reason, Jamie didn't want them to kill Michael at first, at least I until guess. until she saw that he killed Tina. Yeah, or and at least maybe killed Tina. Yeah, she, maybe. They don't really go into specifics if Tina doesn't make it at the end there. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like maybe that's what finally pushes her over the edge. Because yeah, it's after that that Loomis is like, will you finally do something and she's like what do you need me to do yeah and so it's like okay i guess but like if why yeah like why though like the thing is is that like you must know by now with how many times loomis has screamed it into your face that michael is coming for you Mm -hmm. like not he's not coming for your friends or whatever i mean he is but like (laughs) that's not the specific thing that's going on here Right. So you going to him is just asinine. Right. <laughs> just being like, oh, hold on. I'll just serve myself up on a platter to him mm-hmm. and that'll save Tina. <laughs> like that's, I guess that's sort of like altruistic, but I don't think she's actually thinking about that. No. It's just happening that way because she's a dumb kid. <laughs> yeah. And she's just reacting on the first thought she has. And the first thought was, I have to tell Tina. It is so crazy to me how much they try to make it seem like like Tina and Jamie are like super duper besties. Whereas like she has never mentioned once mm-hmm. in the previous movie. At no point does Jamie ask if Tina's okay yeah. while they're holding up in the house. You know, it's like she's clearly a character invented for this movie to for some reason replace Rachel. Yeah. Like no idea why that choice was made, but they did, and now here's Tina. And trying to make it like when she shows up and and Jamie finally <laughs> says like the first word of the movie and she's like Tina and right and Tina's like oh my god I love it say it again and it's like oh it's kind of a sweet moment because again Tina's pretty good like mm-hmm. the actress is pretty good in it and she gets some good moments but you're also like I kind of don't even buy it though yeah. because who the fuck are you yeah <laughs> you are the adopted sister's friend 
who is now this little girl's friend. Yeah. Because the adopted sister disappeared, even though to them she didn't disappear. Yeah. I think she went off with the folks. But either way, it was like, well, now I hang out with you. Yeah. Oh, so over the last year, did Rachel make new friends with this girl, Tina, Mm -hmm. and become her, like, absolute bestie to the point where Tina knows where the key is to get into the house? Like, she's allowed to just do that kind of stuff uh, in just a year, and she's Jamie's best friend now, too? Like, man, that's a lot of cool, interesting stuff that we could have gotten into if you hadn't skipped over the last year, movie. Mm Mm-hmm. You Dick. <laughs> just basically just to bring us Halloween for again, but worse. Yeah. Is what this movie really is. Essentially, yeah. It's, oh, it's baffling. Yeah. The only thing that I can really think of that would kind of explain why they ditched out on Rachel would be that they got feedback that she was too boring. <laughs> yeah. Like, really, maybe. Like, and the studio, or yeah, the, the producers were just like, okay. Then right. she's done so. Yeah, we'll kill her and we'll give you <laughs> her later, quirky Rach. best friend. Yeah, <clears throat> who in the, in my notes I wrote as not Jenny Slate. Yeah, I was like, but in the right era, mm-hmm. like Jenny Slate could have been a good version of that character. Oh yeah, <laughs> it would have been amazing. Yeah, but at the end of that sequence, when you know, because every, finally everybody like converges at that farm where there's Tina, Michael's there, mm-hmm. while the cops are dead, her friends are dead. Mm-hmm. Everyone leaves the farm to go to the spring. I had to rewind it a couple times to hear what the fuck everyone was going to. Like, why the party suddenly ended. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, everyone just suddenly decides to go home. Oh, yeah. I was like, they what were... the fuck is that? And it was like, oh, okay. I had to rewind to hear the guy say, like, hey, you want to go to the spring? And she's like, you just want to see me naked or something. Mm-hmm. So everybody leaves. That moment, I felt like Scream took some inspiration from. Because that sequence, when everyone's cars are leaving and leaving mm. the place alone, and then Tina's there by herself finding bodies, mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, this feels like Stu's house. <laughs> you know what I mean? It feels like yeah, the farmhouse yeah. at the end, and now she's all alone, everyone leaves. But I like their reason for everyone leaving better. Yeah. The principal Himbree's <laughs> hung up on the goalpost. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but that moment I thought was pretty neat, like in that way of like, oh, yeah. I, I bet you that that was part of it. I bet you that they watched a bunch of these old shitty movies and were like, oh, what about that? Yeah. I'd steal that little bit. I like that. But so Tina's there. Michael's there. Finally, Jamie rolls up with Billy. Yeah. And they're all there. And Michael is in the car. He gets back in the car and he's going to like try to run them all over. Mm-hmm. And there's like, there's Jamie. There's Tina. There's Billy. And Michael targets Billy. Yeah. And I just wrote, why is he targeting anybody but Jamie? Mm-hmm. What is like, what is his deal slash plan? Uh, Is it like, oh, well, I can't kill her with the car, though, because I have this whole casket thing planned out later. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, but that doesn't make any sense because then he's coming after her with the knife anyway. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he's looking, he's going to kill her there. So it's like, okay, so is he going to kill her and then just drag her corpse back to the house and put it in the coffin? For what purpose? I- what is the reasoning? Why is the man in black even there? Like, what is he going to do? Yeah. And the fact that they don't go into it at all, they're like, oh, the next movie will get that. It's like. Fuck you so much, movie. Mm-hmm. So much. So so much. <clears throat> like it's so it seems like you're sort of supposed to infer that whatever Michael's plan with the coffin, like it we didn't we didn't get to see it. Yeah. He had more that he was gonna go do, but it got fucked up because Jamie said uncle, and which I think is kind of <laughs> funny, like in that, you know, mm-hmm. the, the dual meaning of that. Like she says uncle because 
he's her uncle, but it also just kind of seems like, hey, stop trying to kill me. Yeah, uh, uncle, 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 I got it, uncle, man. <laughs> uh, which then leads into possibly my least favorite part of this shitty Michael. Oh, my God. Is the taking off of the mask, the mm-hmm. hand holding or touching or whatever the fuck that happens between him and Jamie. Mm-hmm. The tear mm-hmm. that rolls from his eye after she gives the groan-worthy line of like, you're just like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, God damn it. Just fuck you, movie. Fuck you so, so much. I almost hate that more than I hate the stupid, like, prequel shit in Rob Zombie's Halloween, where they show him growing up in, like, a hillbilly family full of people who hate him and shit. And it's like, that's why he turned into a killer. Like, gross. I hate that shit. Mm -hmm. I almost hate this stupid, like, crybaby Michael Moore. Like, what the fuck is he doing? What? Also... Like, he's got, like, shags, super shags in the hair department, yet this fucker is completely clean shaven. Mm-hmm. It's like, so you've been in a coma for a year in a shack man's bed. Yeah. And he's been shaving you? <laughs> Apparently. Like, what the fuck? What is going on? Why? Like, that—that that is something from uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween that at least makes sense, is that, like, he's, like, off in the wilderness for a while, mm-hmm. and he grows a big old beard, but the mask comes down and over it, and you, know, you can't even tell. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. But in this one, no, completely clean-shaven, despite living in a shack. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. Not even living, just existing. Yeah. Uh, also doesn't make any sense why the fuck he isn't burned anymore like he was mm-hmm. in the last one. Mm-hmm. Loomis still is. Mm-hmm. Michael's burned healed, though. This fucking witch doctor guy really knew what he was doing, I guess. Clearly. Gotta he go cl- see the shack guy for all your cleared that all up. Yeah, Loomis is like, by the way, where did you go to get all this work done? Because yeah. you look great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, so dumb. But, like, yeah, why is he going after anybody except for Jamie? And, uh, and he does sort of kind of kill Tina. But Michael stabs her in, like, the arm, kind of, and then she falls over, and she, like, groans and goes, like, eh. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then she's on a stretcher later, but she's not, like, fully covered in a cloth, so, like, she's supposed to be dead. Is yeah, she but her, her arm is, like, Yeah, her arm's all sides, flopped, so it's or, like, what? Mm. I don't even know. Never go into that again. Yeah. She's fine, I guess. I, uh, <laughs> I hope. You know, she was all right in the end. That's the sequence after all, you know, because the cops show up and they get her, get Tina out of there. They help Jamie out. Uh, And Loomis monologues to the woods about that. And he says, you think if you kill them all that it will go away? Talking about this rage inside Michael. Mm -hmm. And my question was like, how much does Loomis know about this? Yeah. Because suddenly he's like, I know what you're feeling, this rage. And I know that you believe that murdering all of your family will solve that. And it's like, wait a minute, I thought in 15 years you didn't get shit out of him. Mm-hmm. And Weird. then somehow in the interim, yeah. since in the he past escaped. Year. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> since he escaped and then murdered people and then went to another sanitarium for 10 years and then escaped again and then murdered more people and then disappeared and then now returned somewhere in there, mm-hmm. he learned about the Curse of Thorn and just refuses to let us in on it. Yeah. <laughs> or anyone else yeah. for that matter. He doesn't talk to anybody else about it. He doesn't explain his plan to the cops yeah. at all. He just he, he just keeps saying things like, I know. And they're like, all right. And nobody's like, where are you getting this information, Loomis? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you point us in the direction, maybe? It sucks that it's kind of a shitty movie for Loomis. Yeah. Like, he doesn't do all that much. And he also comes off looking like a 
fucking lunatic. Mm-hmm. Like, and kind of an ass at times. Yeah, like using because like the plan in general at the end of the movie, where it's like, okay, we're gonna put Jamie up in the room where Myers killed his sister. Mm-hmm. And of course, again, it's not really that room because it's not even close to the same house. Oh god, no. But so she's sitting in the room. <laughs> like brushing her hair like his sister did mm-hmm. and Loomis is expecting that Michael is going to show up so they have cops everywhere waiting for him and it seems like like this is Loomis's plan mm-hmm. like at this point it doesn't seem like he has any more like ulterior motive or anything where he's like okay this is what we're going to do he's going to come here we're going to have everybody ready and hopefully we'll uh, we'll fucking take him out everything's going to be cool and then they get the word that Michael has attacked the clinic and murdered a shitload of people. Mm-hmm. So all the cops run off. And, of course, you know immediately that it's a diversion. Mm-hmm. But what's crazy is that it's like, it's still just Michael, though. Yeah. Like, it's not like he has an accomplice who is killing people at the clinic so that as soon as the cops leave, Michael can come out of hiding and attack the house. Like, he must be currently attacking the clinic and then... Like, they're going to cross, like, ships in the night. Yeah. The cops are going to go to the clinic, and Michael's going to be coming from the <laughs> clinic, going to the Myers house, but yeah. I guess taking back streets or something, uh, to get back there, to kill the cop out front, to come inside and get Jamie and shit. Mm-hmm. And as soon as the cops leave, it seems like Loomis suddenly is like, oh, well, okay, then we're going to do it this way. Mm-hmm. You know, because the cops all tell him Meeker, who kind of sucks in this one, mm-hmm. he's not as he's, he's not as level headed. There's too much yeah. like disbelief, especially after w- one year yeah. since all that murder. And he's still like, I don't know about you, Loomis. <laughs> like, dude, <laughs> just, come on. I know he sounds insane, but yeah. just listen to him. I know almost every other word out of his mouth is shouted this time, <laughs> but just listen to him. Uh, but yeah, but so Meeker's like, fuck, <clears throat> we got to send everybody to the fucking clinic because he's clearly murdering everybody there. So we'll do that. Loomis and the kid go to the police station mm-hmm. and then we'll all figure this out later. Right. So Meeker and everybody else leaves and Loomis is like, oh, we're not going anywhere. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go upstairs and I'm going to lock the door from the inside mm-hmm. with me and Jamie and the cop in here and just wait for Michael to show up to kill her. Yeah. And then I'll kill him. Yeah. Based on what we see even just like 10 minutes later, that wasn't his plan. No. Apparently, his plan was for that plan to fail I so guess. that he would go downstairs and confront Michael and like lure him into the living room mm-hmm. where he has a trap set. Yeah. But then in the middle of all of that, Michael just slashes him because he's like trying to convince him to walk into the living room with him. Mm-hmm. You know, when he sees him in that hallway and he's like, Michael, come on. She's not upstairs. Yeah. And it's like, if they have this psychic connection, he knows where she is. Yeah. You fucking idiot. Uh, like, why would um, you think this plan would work? Unless it's a one-way connection. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but he's like, oh, no, Michael, she's not upstairs. She's in the middle of the living room. Let's go over to the living room, Michael. Yeah. Like, super conspicuous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also something where it's like, how are you going to get him into the middle of the room if Jamie's not in there? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because he'll get to the room and he'll be like, just right over here, right to the middle of the room. And he'll be like, there's no kid in here. Like, but just a little more into the middle of the room, please. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is clearly a plot. Yeah. Uh, and so while he's trying to convince him to do that, Michael gives him a good old slash and like pushes him off the balcony or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> in that giant fucking house <laughs> and then goes after Jamie upstairs. There's the whole big long chase sequence involving the laundry chute. 
the like one sort of inspired moment of like kind of terror of the movie of like mm-hmm. escape from him into the laundry chute. And then when you hit the bottom and there's no way out and he knows where that is. Yeah. Ooh, that is a really good moment. Very silly that she's able to climb her way out of it without him killing her. <laughs> considering yeah. she's like right there. And, he's, and sort of unconscious for a while. Yeah. And he just kind of fucks with the door until she can wake up instead of just going berserker on it and like, gah, gah, gah. You, you know, he could have ended it real quick. Yeah. And so she climbs up and out of there and you get that shot looking down at Michael looking up the chute, which mm-hmm. is something that they reuse in H2O. Again, the, mm-hmm. that movie picking and choosing from it. Yeah. That dumbwaiter sequence is mm-hmm. like the upgraded version of this. <laughs> so, you know, all of that shit happens. And then Loomis stumbles on Jamie. And, you know, he, he's now been like sort of defeated and Michael's fucked up his plans. So now he's going to like ultimate last resort Loomis. Yeah. Which is to be a full on lunatic and just grab Jamie and is like, come get the little girl, Michael. <laughs> and it's like, yes, obviously he's doing it as a plan. Yeah. He's not really like, oh, hey, Mike, you just want him. Will that end this? Can I just have you kill her and then we're good? You know, like, Mm -hmm. he clearly doesn't really believe that. He's just luring him into his trap. Yeah. But, like, the fact that Jamie's clearly not in on it is what makes it so nightmarish. And what, what, like, a horrible person Loomis is for doing it. She's just like, oh, my God, no. I literally wrote in my notes all capital letters. Loomis, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, like she what is so are you doing? terrified. And there was yeah. already that moment earlier when she's hiding mm-hmm. in the in the laundry chute, just saying, like, please, God, don't let him find me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, don't let him get me. Like, she knows what is coming for her. It's not just like, it's scary. Yeah. It's like, oh, murder's coming for me. Mm-hmm. Full on violent murder is coming for me right now. <laughs> like, pretty terrifying. And I thought that was good. I feel like the year between the movies helped uh, Danielle Harris a bit. Mm-hmm. Like, I know a lot of people love to say that she's great in Halloween 4. She's fine in Halloween 4. She's yeah. still so little yeah. that it's like, it's not great. Mm-hmm. This one, she's a little bit older. Uh, unfortunately, so many of her scenes are just her going like, ah, and like yeah. seizing up and like screaming towards the camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the little moments where she actually does some like dramatic stuff, I feel is better. Yeah. Like she's just growing like she's just good. You know, like oh, yeah. even a horrible horror movie, you really couldn't hide it. Yeah. And her reaction to finding Rachel in the attic after she escapes and whatnot you know like mm-hmm. and, and runs up there is pretty real too you know where it's like it's not just like a no she like screams because she sees a corpse and mm-hmm. then screams because she notices it's rachel you know like it's, yeah oh it's kind of heartbreaking yeah uh oh. and really like just like a shitty like oh of course like that's all it's good it's like okay now that that loose end is tied up you mm-hmm. know it's like it's this huge mystery like they Similar to Tina, they kind of only show Rachel getting like one like knife, like ah, and then it cuts away. Yeah. So it's like there's a possibility she's not even dead. It's not even like you see a body. Yeah. Like oh, there it is, and he drags her away. It was like maybe she's around, maybe she's. Oh no, there it is. Okay, Mm -hmm. well that's over, I guess. Anyway, Mm -hmm. moving on. (laughs) Like that sucks. And of course, Michael kills the dog again. Of course. Uh, What pissed me off the most about that was the fact that it felt like the dog was safe. Mm-hmm. because they had finally moved away from that fucking house. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I really didn't like about the beginning of this movie was that whole Rachel sequence, how it was the same thing 
several times in a row. Mm-hmm. And it just got annoying. Yep. It was like, Rachel's in the house, dog's outside barking. Dog stops barking, Rachel looks for dog. Rachel freaks out, runs outside. Dog's okay, there's no Michael, but we know Michael's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then she goes back inside, dog starts barking, she's looking around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and the whole time I'm like, just get away from the dog. Like, the dog already came back once, and he was fine, and Michael didn't get him. So can we move away from this house and this dog? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then Rachel actually gets killed. And in that whole sequence, you're not even 100% sure if anything has happened to the dog. Yeah. Uh, and then moments later, Tina shows up to the house, and Michael's there, and the dog is there, and Tina's looking around, and Michael's stalking her, and the dog is barking. And the whole time, I'm like, just Move to a different location, please. <laughs> Move far away from this dog and just start the movie doing something else. Yeah. Because it's literally been like three rounds of the same thing, just with two different characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rachel once, Rachel a second time, Tina now. Like, just move on. Holy we, shit. We get it. Movie. The, there's a Doberman. Yeah. Michael's here. Dog sees it. Okay. Yeah. Next we scene, fucking please. get it. Holy shit. So it was definitely a bummer that he winds up dead later. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the very least, it just looks like a stuffed animal. Yeah. Which I thought was like probably the part that made it go <laughs> go down easier. Is that mm. it was like, oh no, Michael uh, hung up a stuffed animal. Anyway, yeah. moving rip, on. <laughs> rip the head off a life size <laughs> stuffed yeah. dog. Like, yeah, like that's right. what it really looked like. It was a mm-hmm. really bad prop. Mm-hmm. And then that's when she voluntarily gets into that coffin, mm-hmm. and Michael like, walks up to her and she calls him uncle and all that. That shit happens mm-hmm. and i thought that was just very strange it was like okay so he was gonna put her in there so she just saved him the steps i guess and he was like totally fine like oh that's cool you just lay there i'll just kill you and it'll be super easy yeah like is that the plan that he needs to kill her in the coffin you know like what what the <laughs> fuck who lit the candles i'm assuming the man in black you know what i mean like in truthfully now that i'm thinking about it i'm assuming all that dumb shit was done by the man in black you know, because they just say, like, oh, you got to come out of the cemetery. Somebody stole a coffin. Mm-hmm. And they don't say, like, Michael was there. We saw him with the mask. They yeah. just say that somebody stole it. So I assume it was probably the man in black. Yeah. And he set all that shit up. But in the end, for what? Like, if Michael had killed Jamie back at the fucking farmhouse, would the man in black have been like, oh, well, uh, blowing out all the candles and putting everything away? Like, we don't need any of this shit anymore. Uh, we're fine. It's cool. We did it the other way. Like Unless who, he'd go and get her body at the, from the farmhouse. Yeah, to put it in the coffin. But again, for what? What is the purpose? What is it going to do? I don't know. No explanation. Horrible. And so when when Loomis does use Jamie as actual bait and gets Michael into the living room <laughs> and drops that chain net on him yeah. and then pumps him with like four tranquilizer darts mm-hmm. and then beats him with a plank of wood. Yeah. That was my favorite part of it is that he had all this plan. Uh He's like, okay, giant chain net, super fucking heavy. Mm -hmm. Even if he's crazy strong, it's going to disorient him. He's not going to be able to just run at me. Then, (laughs) tranquilizer gun. Pump him full of as many of these as I can. And I'm assuming since it's Loomis that that's like elephant tranquilizer. Oh, yeah. You know, that he's not going to be like, well, we need to make sure the dosage isn't too much because it could put him into it. It's like, no, no, no. If he could kill him, he wants to. Yeah. So he's going to pump him full of like, this is going to be like whale tranquilizer or something. (laughs) And he gets like four of them into him and he's still not going down. And and then he takes the gun from Loomis, Mm -hmm. but doesn't use it. He just takes it so that Loomis can't anymore. Yeah. (laughs) And then Loomis is like, okay, well, my next step in my plan like metal net tranquilizer gun 
The next step is just tear a piece of wood off one of these windows and start beating him with it. <laughs> like, he didn't have a third step. Wait, yeah. This dude has gotten up from every gunshot wound he has ever gotten. Mm-hmm. He's just gotten back up. And you're like, well, this will probably do it. Like, There's no third part of your step. He doesn't have like a crowbar or an axe <laughs> or any kind of shit like that. He's just like, I hope there's something lying around then because yeah. I got nothing after the darts. Like gotta, lucky ass Loomis. Gotta wait for them to fully take effect. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, and he just fucking beats him with a stick, mm-hmm. <laughs> essentially. Uh, until he just sort of collapses. I mean, they both collapse. Oh, yeah. Like spent lovers. Yeah. He just sort of <laughs> lands on Michael Myers, like, <gasps> like staring into his lifeless eyes Yeah. as the movie kind of fades away. And they reveal that, like, the cops came and they arrested him and, like, put him in chains mm-hmm. so that Michael Myers could not escape from them. And, like, marshals are coming mm-hmm. to take him to a maximum security prison for ever or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck uh and you're like okay i guess that makes sense like at least now they're taking care of it a bit yeah you know like it always sort of it, it boggled my mind at the beginning of the last one when it was like all right we're gonna transfer one of the most dangerous patients in the history of the world yeah uh and so it's gonna be one driver and two weak paramedics mm-hmm. that are gonna take him yep. and it's like no soldiers no nothing in- no no chains yeah no anything he's literally allowed to just lay there and it's like well he's comatose like, he was comatose before yeah. you know what i mean like there's no reason to be like he's fine now <laughs> like yeah. it's just god so the fact that they finally are like all right let's do this we're gonna chain him up we're gonna bring people to take him like finally putting it to rest and the man in black shows up to free him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Haddonfield suffers its second annual <laughs> police station <laughs> massacre. Yeah. I wrote it in my notes like once cops started going, you know, once they started getting killed, because there's the guy in the car out front, there's the two guys at the farm, there's the one who gets uh, hanged out the window and stuff. <laughs> and I was like, when all these cops got hired in Haddonfield, like, were they briefed? on why there were so many openings in Haddonfield. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, do they know, or was this swept under the rug or something? Because mm-hmm. the fact that they have a whole new police force mm-hmm. after literally all of them getting murdered one year prior, and then they all get murdered again. <laughs> like, holy shit, Haddonfield. It they... is insane that the that the town is not under a dome yeah. in the next movie, that they're not just like, <laughs> fuck everything. Complete martial law yeah, for the town right? of Haddonfield. Like, or, you know what? Just fucking end it. End the town of Haddonfield. Mm-hmm. Like, government come in, pay for everybody to move. Yep. Everybody relocates all over the country, nowhere near Illinois. Mm-hmm. Some of them West Coast, some of them East Coast, wherever you want to go, just nowhere near Illinois. Yeah. And then the whole town just gets raised. Mm-hmm. And then and then what does Michael have to do? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, where, where is he going to go? Who cares? But it's got to be better than just sitting around waiting for the next massacre. Seriously. Uh, which is clearly what, you know, the citizens of Haddonfield are going to do mm-hmm. in this uh, series because that's what they always do in this yeah. series, <laughs> except for... Seemingly the new one that's coming out where they finally (laughs) want to take a stand against this shit. (laughs) Oh, man. But, like, that fucking ending when Jamie is just walking through the police station Mm -hmm. where all the dead cops are and sees that the cell's been busted open and the door is open and the man in black has clearly freed 
Michael Myers and she's just like, no, oh God, no. Mm-hmm. All I could think of was like, why wasn't that Loomis? Yeah. Especially considering the way the next movie goes. Because I will tell you this, if you're expecting more Danielle Harris, you will be disappointed. There is a little bit more of Jamie, okay. but Danielle Harris does not play her. Oh. Uh, well, yeah, which is a bummer. And also her story also gets cut very short. And uh, yeah, it's a big fat fucking bummer. And to end the movie on this, similarly to ending the last movie where it did, you're kind of setting up something that you're not going to pay off movies. Because mm-hmm. really, if you wanted to line it up with the next movie better, it should be Loomis again. Mm-hmm. Being like, oh, fuck, no, no. <laughs> but instead, it's Jamie for no reason. Like, why would she go into that police station? You know, yeah. like the other cops like, oh, I got to go help because there's a bunch of fucking gunshots and explosions coming from in there. Mm-hmm. Like I could understand if Loomis was like, oh, I need to try and runs in there to help. Yeah. But Jamie being a small child who's been chased by a murderer all night yeah. is like, let me go check. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, if he did escape, what would stop him from killing you then? Yeah. Like, God, she makes really bad decisions. She really Let's does. throw that out there. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and it's it's an ending that if it you know if the next movie had a really great like, and we pick it up right here kind of thing, mm-hmm. maybe you could like make a case for it being a decent ending. Yeah. Uh, but the fact that it's all sort of left up in the air again, uh, and they kind of explain it away in the next one <laughs> instead of really going about it, really just makes this one a pile of shit from top to bottom, <laughs> like from start to finish. <laughs> You know, where it's like, yeah. take the ending of the last one, kind of ruin it, and then make a terrible ending that nobody's going to care about. Mm, Moving on. The middle's just garbage. Horrible movie. Really bad. Yeah. It's uh, it's a shame. I, I legitimately do believe that this one is probably my least favorite of the Michael Myers saga of the original run. Like, I even sort of kind of like Resurrection better, simply because it... Just God, yeah. there's there's something about it that's at least more fun. Yeah. Like even if it's equally shitty, there's yeah. something a little bit more fun. This is just so no fun. Mm-hmm. There's nothing cool happening here. The closest is the fact that there is some more Donald Pleasance. Yeah. Like maybe I would have to give it the edge over resurrection solely because of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even if he does I mean, kind of get a shitty end of the stick in this one yeah. as usual. It's fair though. He is brilliant. Yeah, he's he's good and uh, and next week we'll have his his last uh his last performance as Dr. Loomis, which is not necessarily going to be great. Yeah. But I mean, it is sort of historic and uh and it's something that like I had mentioned before, I feel like this series uh it's what sets it apart a little bit is having that Dr. Loomis there. Mm-hmm. So even if by the end of it you're like, "Oh, Donald, you should have done better movies than these movies. You're still sort of like, but thank you for doing them. Because <laughs> otherwise there'd be nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think that is going to wrap it up here for Popcorn for Dinner for this week. Got a couple more weeks left here in Halloween month. Very excited about how this month's going to finish off. Yes. But uh, this is Jeff. And Kelly. If you are Tina Williams, stay where you are. Stay where you are.